Welcome to the Super Sentai Brothers. This is episode 8 of Licensed to Car Ranger, the internet's best and only podcast dedicated to Kekiso Sentai Car Ranger. Every week we watch an episode of the show and we share our thoughts with you, the listener. My name is Matt J. With me as always is my co-host and brother Dave. Dave, how you doing today, bud? Doing pretty well, man. Had a nice day. It was very chill. Oh, it's gorgeous out today. I know, we'll right? We will we'll we'll actually talk about that later. That's bonkers enough that we're going to talk about it in a minute. Um, so I guess we don't want to use up any of that good, good five stars concept, uh, content. <laughs> um, so let me just say before we get into it that today we're watching episode eight of Car Ranger. It is called Transformation Brace Lost. You'll never it guess was, what it's about. Uh, it was written by Yoshio Urasawa, as all of the episodes have been to this point. Uh, its original air date was April 19th, 1996. Dave, before we get into that, and I'm looking forward to it. But before we do, as always, of course, shining in the heavens, there are five stars. What is our first star of the week? So our first star of the week, Matt, is a happy, I guess at this point, belated birthday to our buddy Josh, who mm-hmm. threw just a heck of a party yesterday. I got out for part of it. You were there for the whole thing. Yes, uh, this is a sort of annual uh, board game birthday party. It was a board game birthdays, bacon and Bloody Mary's party. Or at least it was in the morning. It, it stopped being a Bacon and Bloody Mary's party as the day progressed. Well, I th- uh, it eventually became a board games, beer, and brisket party, if that makes that you feel true. better. It, it transferred from a Bacon and Bloody Mary's party to a board game and brisket party, but it remained a board game party the whole way through. Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like half the reason that we have it on the stars is just because there was that many B words and we like a bit of alliteration. Um, but it was really fun. You, it, you me, and the Anglo-Saxons, Matt. <laughs> Hey, uh, you know there's a really good song about the Anglo-Saxons by the Mountain Goats? I did not know that, but I am not surprised by it. Aren't they putting out like a Dungeons & Dragons concept album? Uh, yes, it is called In League with the Dragons. They announced it on the Wizards of the Coast uh, Facebook live stream. I'm very excited about it. He is hoping that with this album he can kick off a new genre of music called Dragon Noir. <laughs> I... Is that okay? I don't know the Martin Goats well enough to know if that is a joke or not. Not even a little bit. I mean, it's funny, but it's not a joke. Right? No, no, no. That's. I mean, it is a humorous thing, but like, I do not know. I have. I. I can't suss out whether like he genuinely hopes that this is going to happen. Like, a lot more people will start making rock songs about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he genuinely hopes. He said that he hopes that it kicks off the new genre of dragon noir music. But if this album is the like first and only example of that genre, he will still be content. Okay, that's you know, I think that's a very good perspective to have going into a project yeah. uh, of this magnitude with a scope that's that grand. Like trying uh, but- to kick off a whole new genre of music. That's a big. That's a big one. That's a big. It's bold. It's hey man, reach, reach for the stars. Um, Except don't, of, because that's where, like, monsters live. Yes, almost exclusively. Yeah. Um, but speaking of this uh, thing that we did yesterday, Dave, there was a game that we were playing that I really liked. 
that I, we did not get a chance to finish. I also but I really to talk liked to you about it. it for a minute. Yeah, so I well, I was able to get out for like like three hours, which was uh, lovely. But since I was only there for three hours, by the time I like made the rounds, had a beer or two, like said hey to everybody, picked a game, read the rules for the game, set the game up. We only played like three turns of the actual game in three hours. Uh, but it was very good. It was a really good game. It was Fallout. There's a Fallout board game now, which yeah, I actually uh, hadn't seen yet. And uh, I. I was going to say, like, if if we're talking about it on this show, there's an even chance it was Fallout. Yeah, <laughs> I did not. I didn't think about that, but it is true. So it's specifically like a Fallout Four board game, and it's cool because it is. It's not cooperative exactly. You're all playing against the game itself, and you can sort of, like, you can mess with other people's strategies. Like, you can do things before they get to around to doing them, or you can, like, force the board in certain ways, but you can't go and, like, kill the other players. Right. At least, I don't know, if you can, we did not get that. Yeah, at least game. as far as we as we were able to tell. So, uh, but it was really fun. I'm really it, it it struck me as a super fun game and mechanically very sound, but also if you had never played a Fallout video game before, like completely impenetrable. It did say I you know, I don't know. It seemed maybe a little bit bonkers, but it also was a very faithful adaptation of a Fallout experience like you're running around the map you're looting things there's multiple options maybe you're getting rads you ran right. into a monster that was like way too tough and it gorks you, you pretty hard you have the special stats you're trying to like deal with radiation and hit points as they balance against each other uh super fun i really look forward to an opportunity to playing it again sometime yeah me too uh did you do anything else i mean i know you played a bunch of board games any any big reports back on, um on no, any games it, you played that was the only game that I played that I had never played before. Uh, we had a we had a good round of Lords of Waterdeep that Love I did not even come close to winning. Uh, and then we played a very long game of uh, Arkham Asylum. Ooh. I'm sorry, Arkham Arkham Horror that we actually did win, but it took. I mean, because it was Arkham Horror, it took an excessively long amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even a short version of Arkham Horror is still like three hours long. Yeah, I feel like that game was partially designed to drive your characters mad and then also designed to drive you, the players, mad. Is sort of like yeah, a it's immersive a very, quality. Yeah, it's a really meta experience. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Dave, speaking of big games, what is our second star of the week? So our second star of the week, Matt, is it's the Super Bowl. Um, which yes, is not uh, actually, a, as, a, we, as we... Are, like right now, like literally as we're recording this, the Super Bowl is happening. Um, right, I am not. We are missing the game. We are missing the halftime, and most importantly, we are missing the WWE halftime event, halftime heat, which yeah. I really did want to watch. Yeah, sorry about that, bud. Ah, uh, you know, the Super Bowl isn't my thing, but it is a lot of people's things, and they dig it. So, so cool. Knock yourselves out, guys. I hope you are having fun. Uh, I hope you had fun watching the Super Bowl. I think, amazingly, we're rooting for the Patriots. Because they're like slightly less cartoonish villains this time around. Uh, a, I cannot imagine rooting for the Patriots. Uh, just, I mean, listen, I don't know anything about football, but I do know that I'm sick of Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl every year. And also, the Rams were very originally a Cleveland team. And so I have like a sort of 
weird residual affection for them. Oh, okay. Well, real quick, in case you somehow missed this, uh, the Rams apparently, like, basically, like, cheated when they won their championship game and, like, kind of, like, didn't get called for it. And then afterwards were like, yeah, we definitely cheated, but they didn't call it. So, like, nuts to you, losers. Yeah, but the Patriots did that like three or four years ago when they won the Super Bowl. So right, I'm not that's what really. I'm, saying. It was I'm not giving them any credit for this. They are they are slightly less. That's what I said. They're slightly less cartoonish villains this time around. No, uh, anyway, my honestly, my only real um, involvement with it this year is that I went out to watch the opening because Gladys Knight was singing the uh, national anthem which oh wow and it's you know it was Gladys Knight it was really good so well actually I am uh, I'm a little involved this year I got money got money on the big game Matt really yeah okay I mean I I, I say it incredulously because you are a not a person to be concerned with the big game and also not not someone who puts money on things yeah no I definitely do not like I am not like I do not understand the thrill of gambling like I do not get it uh no, what it is is some friends of mine, their daughter is doing a thing and they're doing a fundraiser where it's like it's like tickets are like twenty bucks and then you get like a square on a board and then based on the score like the last digit of each team's and the score of the game, you can like win you can win part of the pot. Basically. Okay. So this so. is a, a a child's fundraiser? Yeah, this is a child's fundraiser for their, uh, they're doing like a travel softball, I think. Okay, so this is the fundraiser for a child softball game that effectively puts the children in the position of being your bookie? Uh, I think the parents are the bookies and the kids are like, they're like scrappy urchin youths that are like (laughs) running around with like little slips of paper, like that's them. And then there's a parent... Who's doing the actual bookying? Because Man, fundraisers got wild. Dude. It's probably illegal. I'm not actually totally sure. Like I don't know. It's so, like I know that you like you can't. Well, you can now gamble in Ohio, but for a very long time you couldn't. But like, if you were having a charity event, you could have like a charity casino and very definitely gamble. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what the rules really are. Uh, and this is actually happening. This isn't even in a state that I'm in. They're, these folks are from West Virginia. So this so is like a multi-state. state lines. <laughs> right. I, there might be like There's an no way this is on the this. level. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, really, all I care about is I am hoping that in the final score, the Patriots have a score that ends in seven, and the Rams have a score, I'm looking at it, that ends in three. So as long as as those things hit, um, I'll be stoked about this year's Super 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 Bowl. All uh, right. But the the only other the only other fun Super Bowl thing that I had to say was that when I was out today I saw a bunch of people wearing Browns jerseys and I was like, guys, you have to know that we're not in the game, right? Like, oh yeah. Oh, actually, we, Matt, let's um let's do this real quick. Let's do a couple of quick stingers and then Mark can just sort of edit in whoever whoever wins. So Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So uh teams, if you're listening to this show, I'd A be really surprised, but glad to have you. And big congratulations to the 
Patriots. Rams. Browns? <laughs> okay, then we'll just clean that all up in post. Yeah. Um. Oh, also, we don't know anything about football, so if we said something that made you mad, we're sorry. Uh, don't tweet us. I mean, tweet us about other things. But tweet us about other stuff, but not about this. I mean, like, Dave, I'm, a, I'm a little sorry. I'm not, like, super sorry. Uh, I'm going to guess that if you're listening to, like, a... There's probably not, like, a huge overlap in those audiences. Uh, anyways, Matt, what is our third star of the week? Dave, third star of the week is that uh, earlier in the week, it was so cold that I had ice on the inside of my glasses when I was getting to my car, and today it was 60 degrees out. I don't even know what's happening. Um, I'm terrified of it. I'm pretty sure it means the world is going to end. Oh, sure. The planet's dying, but man, I went for a nice long walk today. It was gorgeous. I did. I went for a lovely walk. Took the twins out. It was great. Uh, yeah, so Wednesday and Thursday, and it was not even, it was colder in other parts of America, but in Cleveland it was so cold. This is, this is how cold it was. This has never happened to me before. First of all, they canceled school on Tuesday. I got a call at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, like on Tuesday. Normally, they cancel school, a really early cancellation would be like 9.30 or 10 the night before. Usually, they wait until the morning of to cancel right. school. Just because, like, you know, they don't want to cancel it unnecessarily. They're just really waiting to the last minute. They called it 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday and straight up canceled school for two days in a row. They're like, we're not even messing with it. Wednesday and Thursday <laughs> don't show up. Uh, I've never seen that happen before. It was crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like, I could believe when they when the phone rang, I was like, oh, I'd recognize the number. That's the school. They're calling off for tomorrow. I wonder... You know, like, so we'll have at least one day. And they were like, Wednesday and Thursday. And I about spit-taked. Spit-taked? Spit-took? Spat-took? Spat-took? I did a spat-took. That sounds like a planet in Star Wars. Um, so, yeah, I don't even know what's happening. And then it's yeah. supposed to be, like, in the... It's, like, 60 tomorrow. It's going to rain all week. And then it'll drop down to 30. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird. I just, like... Yeah, I mean, normally when we have weather talk, we do it at the top of the show. It's our sort of, like, pre-star. Yeah. Um, uh, did, did you know, Dave, that in my head, although we have never talked about it, the many topics that we discuss prior to the five stars, I have in my mind as the shooting stars. Oh, that's good. No, we've uh, never discussed that. But they're, like, little things, and they they're kind little of, like, streak they're across notable, the sky of your imagination. Right? Yeah, they're, they're they're in and out pretty quickly, uh, but they're fun while we're doing it. So there's there's an expanded weather report. Um, it's pretty. It's good today. It was bad before, uh, and I I guess that's global that's warming. Like, we're all gonna die. Um, what Matt is the fourth star of the week? Dave, fourth star of the week is that um, I'm not watching the Super Bowl right now, so I'm not seeing any of the good Super Bowl commercials. Um, which actually, I I have. I'm not a huge fan of Super Bowl commercials because earlier today, the one that I saw was telling me that Back to the Future and Bumblebee wanted me to shop at Walmart. And I realized that I think the commercials at this point have gotten worse than the game. Um, but earlier this week, I saw a trailer for the cinema event of the year. Trailer, trailer watch. watch, 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 watch. 
Dave, there's not a new Fast and Furious movie per se coming out this year. Not as the, such. But no. there is there is Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Dave, have you seen this trailer? I have seen this trailer. Let me tell you, before we even talk about the trailer, let me tell you the thing that I love about this. It's actually the first part of it, which is Fast and Furious Presents. Like, this is the extended universe of Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's gr- this franchise is now the greatest thing in cinema history because it's like a... I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a franchise that has... I, I, I don't know how to come to grips with this, Matt. It's too insane. Yeah, so it, like, it, Fast it, and Furious present the Okay, for reference, the only other film franchise that has done this is Star Wars. Right, you got like Han Solo, a Star Wars story. Right. And here you have Hobbs and Shaw, a Fast and Furious story. A Fast and Furious story. The story is so fast, That's the co-equal here. It's Fast and Furious and Star Wars. I'll tell you what, there are... I'm trying to do a little mental math. I think there are more bad Star Wars movies than there are bad Fast and Furious movies. It's at least equal. Because the first three uh, Fast yeah, and no, Furious movies right. are, you know, flawed, but add to the mythos. And I think you can say the same about the prequel trilogy of the uh, the Star Wars canon. Um, and I think they've got about the same number of movies at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I'm not counting in, the, in my head, but I think you're, I think that's pretty accurate. Um, so let's chat about this the trailer itself. Um because I think they've they've given up kind of caring about reality now in like the most glorious way. Oh sure. And the thing is that up until this point they have been continually like dropping the dead weight of the of, of reality. reality from like keeping them down. Yes. Um, but now they it's like this time they said okay so what did we do last time? Like, well, a car punched a submarine. What can we do that's bigger than that? And this someone in the writer's room just said, what if the bad guy just actually has superpowers this time? And everyone else said, yes, this is the idea. We're doing it. Why yeah, don't we so, get Idris Elba? <laughs> so they just straight up Luke Cage, Idris Elba. He is, yes. like, he's evil Luke Cage. He is an intimidating black man with like super strength and bulletproof skin. Like he's just Luke Cage. And uh that's pretty much like he just he is gonna punch a lot of dudes and I mm-hmm. assume shrug off a lot of bullets, uh, and then he'll lose. Maybe yeah. I am hoping that both Hobbs and Shaw maybe also end up with superpowers. We'll see. Okay, so I am either hoping that Hobbs and Shaw end up with superpowers or as is the sort of trend of this series. Dom Dom shows up and then he has superpowers. Okay, that would also be good. What I am hoping is that this Idris Elba, Idris Elba character, by the end of the movie, or at least by the beginning of the next movie, oh, is comes a, okay. in as an uneasy ally. Yes, yes, love it. Because I'm, Hobbs and Shaw were both like villains in the franchise before this. Wait, which one is Hobbs and which one is Shaw? Uh, the Rock is Hobbs. Okay, Jason so he Statham was not a Shaw. He was a villain in the sense that he was in fact a good guy. Well, okay, he was a he was a lawman, but he was, he was not the, an- the he was the antagonist. Let's say that. Yes. So um, um, I'm very excited about this movie. Roman Reigns is in it, Dave. What? 
Ro- oh, yeah, he wasn't in the trailer. Roman Reigns, who is The Rock's cousin, plays uh-huh. The Rock's brother in this movie. Oh, man, that's very, very good. Um, what, Matt, is our <laughs> fifth star of the week? Dave, our fifth star of the week is another um, thing that you can watch if you want to hop on YouTube and dig up an old dead show from the 90s. I found out that in 1996, I think it was actually airing probably around the same time as Car Ranger, there was a TV show called Townies. Now, if you, ah, if you vaguely familiar. If you want to Google Townies real quick and take a look at the cast photo, uh, okay. you will see you keep talking, some I'll do that. familiar faces. Some faces that are so and... familiar that it is shocking that this show only went for cast. one season, and the back half of the season was canceled. They only showed the first, like, five episodes. Wow, okay. Molly Ringwald. Uh-huh. Jenna Elfman. Who was uh, uh, Dharma from TV's Dharma and Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Bill Burr? That is Bill Burr when he had hair. and Well, like, I have trouble recognizing him because, yeah, hair and he's smiling, which is a real uh, weird look for Bill Burr. Uh, Lauren Graham from the Gilmore Girls. Okay. That's a show I... Man. And then, and then Ron Livingston, who, if you do not remember that name, is the main I character... Didn't. He's the main character from uh, Office Space. Yeah, so... Man, he's been this in a bunch was of like other a stuff 90s... Too, but... This was like, well, some of them were like 90s Power Hitter Squad. Can I just say for a second, I don't listen. Uh, again, if you if you enjoy things, I'm delighted that you enjoy them. I don't want to... I'm just talking about my own personal experience here. I do not get the Gilmore Girls. I have watched a handful of episodes because, like, Beth has been watching it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll sit on the couch and, and watch it. Well, I, I, know, do, I, I don't get it. Um, but I, we have had this conversation before. I feel like this is a conversation that we should have table we? until okay. we have, yeah, no, no, until no, we have Mark on the show. Because I know Mark is a Gilmore Girls guy. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Again, like, if you love it, I'm not, you know, love it. It's great. I there, wish there, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Anytime there, I don't like something, it kind of bums me out because clearly there's a other lot people to recommend are having that show, having a good time. Yeah, people say that. Uh, I don't get it. Anyways, <laughs> we don't need to talk about how I don't like this show. Um, wow, really? One season? That's yeah, crazy. I know. It's wild. Like if you see, if like you can watch the pilot episode on YouTube, and when you watch that pilot episode, you'll be like, okay, I can see how this only got six episodes. But the fact that I had never heard of a show starring like this many heavy hitters. Like, is the first thing that has ever made me possibly think, like, man, that Mandela effect thing might be true. Because I feel like I would have known about this if it existed in the world in 1996. Uh, Anyway, Dave, speaking of things that existed in the world and on television in 1996, we are going to take a break. We are going to watch episode six of Gekiso Sentai Car Ranger, and we will be right back. Okay, welcome back. So we have just finished watching episode eight called Transformation Brace Lost. Uh, and that is what the episode is about. They nailed it. Yeah. Yep, that is... Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know if any jokes about that. Like, that's just literally... That is what the episode is about. Like, there's a Transformation Brace, and it got lost. Now, they do get it back. They do oh, get it sure. back. So they don't tell you the whole story, at least. Yeah, I mean, I guess naming your episode Transformation Brace Lost and Found would be, A, kind of a mouthful, and B, maybe a spoiler? Uh, anyway, so as we start off on the episode, we have Minoru, uh, who is the green racer. He is the salesman for the Pegasus Garage. And this is a Minoru 
like spotlight episode. Yeah, this is our first. Well, yeah, I think it's kind of our first spotlight episode. Well, last week was a spotlight episode for um, Naoki. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, okay. I, so... Although I, I think this episode succeeds more in being a spotlight episode because yeah, I don't feel like we learned a lot about Naoki last episode. Whereas this we... one, Saizo yeah. makes like not Saizo. We, we get... Saizo, uh, Minoru, yeah. Make significant charm. So we start off the episode. Wait, hold on, hold on a second. How many seasons ago was Saizo? Saizo uh, was Kaku Ranger. Oh yeah, uh, Shohei. Shohei. Sorry. Um, Shohei last year's. Yeah. Anyways, why am I talking about Shohei? Um, Minoru. Because he's, he's all green, right? Yeah. Anyway, so it starts off with Minoru, the guy who's oh, in that's this when. show. This is why Shohei's in my notes, um, because they're at the market, and I am fairly certain that this is the same market that Shohei is at in the episode with the golden beckoning dog. It very well might be, yeah. Um, I I do want to make... Man, there's not a great joke here. I feel like there's a joke... Where this is a green grocer and Shohei and Minoru are both the Green Rangers. Um, if you want to sort of punch that joke up yourself and sort of like tell it to yourselves later, that could be like a fun interactive portion of this show. You know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna stop. You go watch it yourself. Think of a bunch of funny jokes we would have said about it, and uh, I'm gonna call it an early night. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they got you this want, one, Matt. You want to you you get back to the big game? Yeah. <laughs> I got money on it. So um, <laughs> that means I have to watch it obsessively and send, uh, I don't know, waves. I'm going to send vibrations to it, Matt, to, oh, to good vibes, get good the vibes, outcome good vibes only. I want. So anyway, so Minoru is there, and he is he's like in the shopkeeper's car, and all he says is like, no, things look bad. Also, Minoru is not under the hood of the car. He is like rooting around in the driver's seat, like down where the gas pedal is. Yeah. Uh, and I, and, and he I just says, Minoru things, knows look, cars. <laughs> things look bad. Like Minoru is um, the sales guy. He is not the mechanic. I, I, I like to think that he has some familiarity with cars and he would like look at something to help a buddy out, but that is not what he is doing. He is rifling around inside this guy's car and says, this is broken, but what if? Okay, listen, no, that's sales, Matt. You convince someone that they've got a problem and then you sell them the solution. And the like solution, Minoru's, Dave? <laughs> this rocket car. The solution uh, is a rocket engine. That- what he says, he's like, what if you did a rocket engine, though? Um, he doesn't get too much farther into his sales pitch because a Bozok arrives. Uh, Bozok, and it is YY Bingo. And he is, like, blasting down the street. Like, people are running out in front of him. And he uh, he kind of skids to his stop. And he's looking for the car rangers. Because yes. he says, I am the Bozok's fastest street racer. Like, that's my thing. Which I want to say, if you are the, like, that's a whole planetoid that is nothing but streets and racing. So if you are the fastest street racer on Barabarian, that's, uh, like, I'm impressed. Why, why, yeah, I, I, I have a similar thing in my notes. It feels as though the Bozo should have held back their fastest racer until later in the season. It also seems like maybe this guy should be in charge. 
Well, I mean, okay, it doesn't because things are about to go pretty poorly for YY Bingo. So well, he's I mean, calling... okay, yes, but... So, so he, yeah. Okay, he's calling out the Car Rangers and Minoru sees him. He's like, okay, I am a Car Ranger. I'm going to deal with like, this one. Right, I will handle this. So he, like, he pulls a, like a Spider-Man and hops into an alleyway to do his change, which is yeah, great. So I, uh, so this is... I know that they were keeping their identity secret from, like, their boss, which made a little more sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this is so, like, they are just a a secret identity team. Yeah. And it's really funny because it's, like, he Minoru says, it's either here or later in the episode. I think it's here. He says, like, oh, I've got, like... That's like danger. It's Bozoak, and then he turns to the grocer. He's like, "Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I'm sure the the Car Rangers, the car Rangers. Are, our local superheroes, will deal with whoever this. those anyway, dashing un- gentlemen are." On an unrelated note, I gotta get out of here. So yeah, so he dips and uh, he he henshins, and you know, I never thought about this because he's clearly in a hurry, and he is he's alone. Like nobody is watching him do this, so he's not doing it for like coolness or intimidation factor but he does do the whole arm sequence because like mm-hmm. if you've never actually sat and watched uh, an episode of these shows there's always like a series of hand gestures that they do and then they like while they're henching. yeah so also if you've never watched an episode of these shows guys come on like come on watch the show the um, TV. Free. check it out yeah so it never occurred to me. I I guess in my head that's just a thing that they do because like it's rad. But here he has no reason to do it other than presumably he has to. I mean, the other option here is that he does just do it because it's rad, but he's very concerned with doing rad things. Okay, that's also let's we can table this. We'll see if it if we get more evidence on it later because we will yeah Minor is super into it just being awesome, right? Uh, which can't fault him. Hey man, if can't fault him, I would do the it, same thing. Can I be real, man? I'm a 36 year old man, and when I'm alone, I still sometimes make superhero movements. Oh, that's 100%. a true thing. Like yeah. if I was a car salesman and an alien came to Earth and said, "Hey, you are one of the five superheroes that will save the galaxy." I would do red stuff whenever I could. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like no, uh, no problems here, Minoru. I am just, I'm just pondering, Matt. Yeah. So, um, why, why Bingo is like bummed out? He's like, uh, all these wimps. No one's gonna challenge me. And then, of course, Minoru arrives. He's like, I accept your challenge. Why, why Bingo? Um, and why, why so Bingo's race. like, cool. Now the superhero's here. I'm going to race him. And Minoru's like, yes, I'm going to race you to protect the Earth. It's like, how How are either of these things related? But it doesn't really matter because this is just sort of how the Bozoke and the Car Rangers interact. Sometimes they do car races. Do we want to, real quick, talk about YY Bingo's look? He has got a very, very good look. He he um, looks like a like a skinny devil monkey man. Yes, he does. His mouth, the mouth of the helmet, is way more articulated than most monster mouths. So it yes, moves, it is. It moves pretty well while he talks, which is kind of jarring. Yeah. Okay. So like overall, he's got kind of a like a I don't know, like a future devil. 
look, he's got like a weird like bleedy point thing on the top of his head. Mm-hmm. And he does have like a devil tail. Um, oh, and he has a banner running down his chest that maybe is his skin. I'm not sure that just says Speed King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good. So that's great. Yeah, he's got a very good luck. Um, so, okay, so he and Minoru start racing. Um, it goes a little bit, like, Minoru will get ahead of him, and then YY Bingo will shoot some, like, lasers out of a unicorn horn that's sticking out the front of his head. Um, and Minoru yells at him, he's like, hey, that's not safe. And YY Bingo's like, yeah, we are from the Reckless Driving Tribe. It's our, like, it is our entire deal. Yeah, that is our whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for noticing. It's only and been eight I, episodes. I did. I really, <laughs> I really like like the self-evident way in which he says it. Like, we're the reckless driving. We're the reckless driving tribe. Um, are you not on our mailing list? Like, come on, man. <laughs> so, so this morning, um, Buddy Bear. Okay, so Buddy Bear has a toy blender. Mm-hmm. And he like he makes smoothies in it. And the thing about it's hilarious. But the other thing about that is that he makes the blender noise. Like he goes like, Wah! like he's just really, really loud because uh-huh. we've got a ninja and it's it's kind of loud. And so ninja is a brand one... of blender. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We don't just have like a personal retainer. And also, if you did, he wouldn't an be assassin. loud. Right. And that's like a whole thing. So he's. But it's like, a, like it's got like a latch on lid, so like you can, you he can like hold the real one, like he can hold the ninja. It's not gonna like hurt him. So the cabinet was open because I was like putting some stuff away, and he is he's got the the blender, like the real one, and he's being super loud. That's fairly early in the morning. I'm like, bud, can you like, can you just be, you know, can you kind of be quiet? And he looks up and he's like, oh, blender noise. <laughs> as though <laughs> he's like I'm not being ra- loud randomly Abba like I'm doing the blender noise like right come on get uh, with the program I just, here <laughs> I just had to look at him I was like well proceed I guess <laughs> like um, so anyways yeah so he's like reckless driving tribe and he's like oh yeah right yeah, so like, um, not being dangerous randomly it's it yeah. is part of our brand uh, which and then right after that, uh, there is a road barrier that is on the road that they're they're on, and Mino is like, "Oh man, a road barrier!" And he like slows down, and he's in like a again, he's in like his racer machine. It's kind of like a go kart. It's very agile, and he manages to sort of like drift between these barriers. Uh, the reckless driver, well, he drives recklessly, yeah. and he <laughs> crashes into those barriers, and he dies. Yes, he. It's very weird that this episode starts with a monster from space recklessly driving and dying in a car accident. Now you can frame that differently. You can say that Minoru, able to you through the power of his racing, defeat an al- like a monster. But it's weird. It's a weird start. It's, yeah, it's an odd beginning to this. Although so... I did really like that this episode begins with like Minoru on his own like there's a problem I'm gonna deal with it and he does like he succeeds yeah there this is not like now I mean obviously there are repercussions that we're gonna see but 
He just does it. Uh, we yeah. don't get to see that a lot. Oftentimes, we'll see like uh, a ranger will be like, "Oh, I'll deal with it on my own," and they'll do like the first part of it, or they'll kind of like get things rolling. Uh, this is just, you know, top top to bottom. Minoru just handles this one. Yeah, like this is not a swerve. Yy Bingo is gone. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah, good point to make, Matt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the next yeah. scene is not going to have YY Bingo showing up and like, oh, that was a bad car accident. Like it's over for him. Okay, uh, so Minoru is very proud of himself. He sort of like skids his speeder machine to this to a stop and he hops out and he's like, yeah, I did it. And he does this like action pose and he he's like, justice will always prevail. And then he untransforms and he's like, dude, that was great. Like, I, I crushed, crushed it. it. I am like, so I did, cool. Oh, man, I nailed it. Uh, <laughs> like, in fact... He's like, was that... Like, was that the best way to, to pose? He's like, like no, does like, that pose need some work? He's like, justice will prevail. That was a great line. I liked the pose. I'm going to practice it a few times, because that's going to be my move from now on, is whenever I win, I'm going to shout, justice will prevail, and I'll, like, throw my arm up in the air in a very cool way. So he does. Like uh, he practices he... it a few times, yeah. <laughs> just to make sure he's really got the action down. So yeah. next time it'll feel more natural, right? It's a, it's all about muscle memory with those victory poses. Now the problem is, is as he's doing this, he sort of like sh- he throws one arm up, and he doesn't notice, but his Excel changer uh, flies off of his wrist. How one wouldn't notice that, I don't know, but he doesn't. So uh, we go from there to Barbarian. And uh, Zanat rushes into the BB saloon, and she's like, President Gaimano, President Gaimano, I'm being haunted by the ghost of YY Bingo. This is terrible. Right. And Gaimano sort of, like, brushes her off, like, yeah, yeah, whatever, that is impossible. Ghosts aren't real. That would be weird. Car magic and space monsters are real, but ghosts are not. Yeah, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then someone that looks very much like Yway Bingo rolls in and President Gunnabo flips out because now he does accept the reality of ghosts. Uh, and it turns out, though, it's not. It's not Yway Bingo. It is his brother, yes. Yy Gonza, who is now the, he is now the fastest. He was number two. Now he is the fastest racer. Yes, and Yy Gonza looks like they took the Yy Bingo costume and repainted it because I'm sure that is just what they did. That is definitely what they did. Uh, his like weird like blade horn on the top of his head goes up instead of down now, or maybe it goes down instead of up, but it, it flips. And so Yy Gonza says, "I demand revenge." Like Minoru, like Green Racer killed my brother. I demand revenge. Uh, I'm going to go down to Earth and I'm going to get it. Grotch says, "Ooh, take some of this emo yokan in case you need to get big." Gonza's like, "No, uh, you know." Like, I, I'm, I'm the fastest racer here. I don't need your Emo Yeah, Yokan. like, I'm going to defeat him with racing, and I do not need your stupid Emo Yokan. So he leaves. Uh, then we get a moment that made me feel real weird about this whole episode and its outcome, which is uh, YY Gonza goes and places flowers at his brother's grave. Right. Which is a steering wheel uh, on which is hung the... Is like the steering wheel is hung on a muffler, like that is stuck into the ground, and the steering wheel itself has a picture 
of YY Gonzo and YY Bingo in like happier days. Yeah, I guess. And, and also the bouquet of flowers that he lays on his like the site of his brother's death has like they're space flowers, which means that like in and among like the silk flowers that they bought for this prop, they like they put the stem of each of one of those flowers through like a blank CD. And yeah, so it's, it's pretty just rad. like this weird like like flowers plus CD like iridescence. It's I feel like it's the one one of those things that if you only saw it for a second in the distance, you'd be like, oh, space flowers, of course. Because we are watching this show with a mind towards like tearing everything apart. I wrote it down, but it was actually a good bit of prop work. It's a pretty rad idea. Now the other thing is he must have made this like nobody else made this grave. Like he did this and then like retreated a respectful distance and did like a solemn approach to Lady's flowers on his brother's grave. And now all of a sudden I'm kind of on team YY Kanza. Right. I mean, he is a terrible space monster, but like, yeah, now this is not the same as the cactus brothers from uh Jetman, right? Like these dudes do like, there is not a face turn coming here. These guys are still both bad, but it is, interesting to see them as like characters and people that are not just a monster yes that i think is okay let me i'm not on team yy gonzo because he is a bad guy but i do i do really like this moment um and it's, it's also especially nice because the last couple of weeks the monster of the week has not been particularly compelling and i was really uh happy to get a good one this week so as Y.Y. Gonza is walking away from this, like, grave memorial, he trips over the Excel bracer that uh, Minoru had dropped. Now, he sees it, and he picks it up. He's like, oh, this is a cool thing. But he doesn't recognize... Like, whatever it is. I don't recognize it. Right. It's like, just... oh, like, here's a new fun thing. And I think... I had looked a way to write this down. I think he, like, puts it around his tail. Like yes, tail that is definitely bracelet. what he does. Yep. Yeah, he has a new uh, a tail, tail slit. I don't know. Sure. Uh, Why not, man? Anyways, so we go back to the green market, green grocer, the green racer grocer, and it's Minoru again, and he has now produced a concept drawing of his rocket car, and he presents it to the shop owner. He's like, check it out. This is what your car would look like if we put a rocket engine on it. Now, what I love about this is that Minoru is not the car designer. So what had He's to not. have happened here... He's selling solutions, Matt. Right. Well, what I love here is that there is a piece of concept art here. So that means he had to have gone back to Pegasus Garage, talked to, to uh, Naoki and said, Hey, I've got this green grocer on the hook. I think I can get him to pay us to put a rocket car or a rocket engine on his delivery truck. I need you to come up with a good piece of concept art by 4 p.m. And, like, you know, it is, to his credit, Naoki crushes it. It's a great piece of concept art. I don't this know This is why what he's in high demand by the competition. Yeah. I don't know what possible problem this greengrocer is having to which the answer is strap a rocket engine to your car. Well, also, it would ruin the car because this is his delivery car. And if you look at the piece of concept art it has replaced the flatbed where he stacks all of his deliveries with 
a rocket engine. So right. the car would be able to move, you know, with a rocket, and that's fun. But it wouldn't be able to put anything in it. Yeah, also, like, you can't get fresh produce too close to a rocket engine. Uh, hey, man, he's, uh, Minoru is just a big ideas guy. Uh, yeah, presumably. So, uh, I just, like, sorry, I'm, like, just desperately trying to come up with jokes about this. And they just keep, like, what possible, what is that a solution to? What problem do you I mean, Dave, the problem is that right now his car doesn't have a rocket engine. And the solution will be, (laughs) now it's got a rocket engine. I don't know what what more we have to talk about here. um, So anyways, so it's, uh, then we get a repeat of the scene from the earlier in the episode. But now it's YY Gonza, and he is chasing people down the street. He's got a very cool looking car. Much cooler than uh, his brothers. Yeah. Aminaru says, this seems familiar. Uh, I'm sure Green Racer will handle this one, too. On an unrelated note, (laughs) I have to go drop these pictures off at the Daily Bugle. I will be (laughs) right back. Um, So he dips into the same little alley that he was in before, and he does the whole, like, henshin sequence with the key, because he still has the key. The key is in his pocket. Right. And he, like, tries to put it in the Excel changer twice and turn it, and only then does he notice that it's gone. Yeah, it, uh, it is a good bit of little physical comedy there. Um, and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh, Diff, this is no good at all. Um, so he, like, rushes back to the Pegasus gym, or not the Pegasus gym, the Pegasus garage. I don't know, maybe they got, maybe yeah. they got a gym in the back. He, he heads back to the garage and he says, hey, guys, Bozo's on the loose, Bad news, I did lose my Excel changer. Um, so we're, that's another problem we're going to have to deal with. Dapu says, okay, like, you four go and deal with uh, the Bozok. I will stay here and talk to Minoru about this situation. Yeah. Uh, and by talk to, he just means berate and not offer a solution. Uh, and also, because... slap the taste out of Minoru's mouth. <laughs> because now... Minoru says, hey man, earlier you created that Excel changer using your car magic. So like, come on, dude, just just car magic another one up for me. And the uh, the reason that Dapu does not offer any solutions is because there aren't any solutions. He's like, no, dude. You were chosen by the Kara constellation of the planet Hazard, and they made this incredible thing for you. Like, it's one of a kind. That's it. Right. There you, isn't another one. You just dropped it. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I can't do... And I, we have seen this happen. Was this in Jetman where this happened? Somebody dropped their, uh, like, their transformation brace? Uh, they there was a, one or two spots in Jetman and uh, and actually in O Ranger, they lose their transformation braces, and the chief just makes new ones. Like he just goes back to the lab and like builds a new one because he built the first ones. No, I thought he wasn't able to. I thought he said like they were built with like proprietary technology that he couldn't just make a new one of. And it doesn't uh, really matter. I forget the chief definitely does at some point show up. The O-Ranger chief does just show up with, like, a 
a briefcase full of new changers. So, in, in any case, this is something we've seen before, um, but it is not working out super well for Minoru in this episode. Yeah. So and Minoru he, is like he's very bad he's crushed. Also, yeah. it's kind of bad because Dapu Dapu's face is largely emotionless because it is a rubber face. And so it is really unable to, like, fully capture the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Um, just, and, like, like Minoru just, shakes like, his big don't... rubber head. <laughs> so, um, okay. So we go from there, and uh, YY Gonza is just, like, trying to run people down, basically, while he's calling out the Green Racer. He's like, I see you guys are all here. I'm not actually super interested. It's Green Racer that I want. He's the one that killed my brother. Um, and they're just sort of trying to save people. Uh, then he gets out of the car. They start to fight a little bit. And um, Naoki is, like, about to spill the beans. He's like, where's the Green... Because Why Gonzalez is like, where's the Green Racer? And Naoki, like, pauses... Puts his hand together, like, does a little bow, and is about to say, like, oh, terribly sorry, Green Racer can't make it because he doesn't have his Excel changer and therefore can no longer be a superhero. Yeah, and Yoko just pops over and is like, hey, no, shut up. We don't have to tell him that. <laughs> like, th- this is not a situation in which you need to be polite and honest with the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> that is valuable information that you should probably keep to yourself. Uh, <laughs> at this point, Minoru has been like really sulking back at the the base, and he's like, "Man, like I can't believe that I was just trying to look cool, and I dropped this thing, and I don't think I'm qualified to be a car ranger anymore. Like this is a real like black mark on my permanent record." Um, but eventually, he like he gets himself psyched out. He's like, "Even though what I did was unforgivable, like I have to face the." reality of the situation and deal with this and like face facts and so I'm gonna go deal with this whether or not I have my superpowers and you know I love that every time yes uh he's like no matter what I am the green racer of the Gekuso Sentai Car Ranger and like I am going to go do this and he and he does man like he just yeah, like, he, before he leaves the the garage, apparently he grabs the largest wrench that they have and just rolls yep. out. And he's like, hey, uh, I know you're looking for the Green Racer. He's not here. I'm Ordinary Citizen Minoru, and I'm here to beat you up with a wrench. Um, And he just, like, he just goes for it. Yeah, like, it does not go well for him because he doesn't have any of his superpowers. Um, but, like, he's running in, and, uh, Kyosuke is like, dude, um, you should not be doing this. You are in huge danger. Um, but, like, Dapu shows up, and as they're all talking, it becomes clear to Kyosuke and everybody else that, like, even though this is not a good, like, plan, like, it is something that Minoru has to do. He has to prove to himself He has to prove to everyone else that, like, he is worthy of being part of this team, even though he screwed up earlier. And, like, he just runs in and gets the, like... like, He just gets the snot kicked out of him. Right. Like, Like, he... he, 
this is not uh, a team in which like everyone is already like a mighty warrior and they have superpowers when they are not henchant. Like maybe they'll get there, but they are not there yet. Uh, yeah. YY Gonza just like, he like takes Minoru's butt, puts it on a platter and carefully serves it back to him. Right. Like at the beginning of this fight, all of Minoru's blood is inside of his body at the end of his fight. That is no longer the case. Yeah. Also, Matt, this is like a weird take, and it's only going to matter to a handful of people. But we've got a lot of like fake close-up uh, face shots of Mitaru in this episode, mm-hmm. and uh, I I propose to you that Mitaru is Japanese Cody, like our our friend Cody, like the only Cody we know. Oh yeah, there is a certain yeah. resemblance. Like, take a look at Mitaru, and then like imagine if Cody were Japanese. There's a striking resemblance. Anyways, um. We've got, there's a great moment where after like a particularly heinous shot, uh, Minoru gets back up and drops the, is that all you've got? And then jumps back in, mm-hmm. which is rad. Uh, once Minoru conclusively and decisively loses the fight, like once he is out of the fight, then the Rangers re-enter. Yeah, they're like, okay, he, like anything that he has tried to prove... He has done everything that he can. There is no more, like, there is no more proving to himself or either of us. So, like, now we can actually get back into this fight. Right. Minoru so, won't uh, mind. He is unconscious at the bottom of a pile of boxes. Right. So they do that, and uh, they immediately destroy <laughs> YY Kanza. Like, they just all pull out their super guns and shoot him a punch, and that is the end of that. Right. Um... Because he is the fastest racer, he is not the best fighter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they just blast the blast the bejesus out of uh, Yy Gonza, and when that happens, like he's on the ropes, and then uh, Zelmoda shows up, and Inventor Grotch, and Inventor Grotch. Zelmoda like runs interference for a second. Inventor Grotch is like, "Here, take this emo yokan." Like you get giant, and now all of a sudden, Yy Gonza is like, "Ooh." No, turn that down before. Maybe it's a little bit hasty. Let me get that delicious sweet potato snack. Looks so good. Uh, so he eats that and he grows. But when he grows, the Excel Changer falls off of his tail. Right. Like his his tail is too large now. So. And it, yeah, it is like popped the thing open. So. Yeah. Conveniently, it does not land like directly on Minoru's head, but it lands close enough that as YY Ganta is beginning to rampage, like it kind of gets knocked over to where Minoru is. Yeah. Minoru, yeah, like, yeah he's yeah. like slowly um, it, like, coming lands to up consciousness. on like some grating. Right. So, as like the Rangers are sort of like trying to deal with this, and YY Ganza is like stomping around. Eventually, Minoru gets his charger changer back. He's like, oh, the Excel changer! And he, like, runs and grabs it, and he tensions. Um, and then he runs out, and he's in his racer car, and he's like, Wow, Gonza, the green racer is back! Come get some! Uh, now, it's a little bit weird, of course, because YY Gonza had originally wanted to drag race, but now is a giant. Right. Now, what is funny about his look that we did not previously mention is that YY Gonza has these weird blocky feet. 
And I could not figure out why on earth they had designed him with these, like, huge square feet until we get to this part of the episode. Because Y.Y. Gonza is now giant, and Minoru, as the Green Racer, is in his speeder machine and, like, driving around where Y.Y. Gonza is standing. And I think that what it was is they wanted to make giant props to look like Y.Y. Gonza's legs. But the only way they could do it was by building these, like, really heavy-duty, blocky, like, bases for them. So, like, the towers that they built to look like his legs didn't just fall over. Like, they couldn't just look like regular feet. So that when... So, because of that, earlier right, in the so episode... with giant feet and reverse-engineered... To, like, tiny square feet. It's very good. <laughs> Um, and there's a couple of great shots, man, because, like, they didn't do it with forced perspective. They just built these very large feet. And uh, what happened? So, like, Minoru, he sort of, like, drives around and he, like, blasts out underneath YY Gonza's giant feet and then does, like, a really sick drift turn and then drives towards YY Gonza and then launches missiles at him from his racer machine. Yeah, apparently Racer Machine got missiles. Yeah, that's what it's got on the, the front. He's got, like, some missiles. Yeah, but just we hadn't seen the music before. Oh yeah, yeah. So he, uh, he, he shoots. Uh, he shoots him with missiles, and then that's uh, that's kind of it for why. I mean, okay, it's not it for why. Why Gonza? Like he's on the ropes, and then they summon RV Robo, and then they fight for a minute. And they pull up the radial shield, and then they do uh, RV. What's it? What is it again? RV sword? Hard supercharged fifth gear sword? No, like it's 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 like oh, the sword is called RV sword. The attack I think is called Gekiso Cut. That's it. Thank you. Because Gekiso, um, I believe, means like racer or racing. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Uh, anyway, and then that is it for YY Gonza. So now yeah. uh, both brothers, gone, gone forever. But not these yes. brothers. When I nope, say these brothers, I mean here. you and I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it for that. We get the end of the episode, and like everyone is kind of attending to... Uh, Minoru's wounds, but it seems kind of like they're doing it like, oh yeah, I will totally put a bandage on your wounded head, but they're like like per- deliberately poking him in his wound while they're doing it. Uh, yeah, they're, they're giving him a little bit of static about it, and uh, then they also <laughs> he does another victory pose and his his bracer flies off, and then uh, Kiyosuke is kind of doing some some keep away with it. Yeah. And that's the episode. We do get a little moment where Dapu says, like, the Green Racer, no, all of the Car Rangers have grown this day. Um, and that's nice. You know, like, we are eight episodes in, and I feel like the team, I mean, they already had good chemistry because they were friends. But I feel like at this point, the team is starting to gel as a super team, which is nice. Um, yeah. And, and that is the end of that episode, Dave. But it is not the end of our episode. Because first, you and I need to determine where, why, why, okay, are we going to do why, why, bingo, and why, why, Gonza separately on the Creature Royale? I suggest that we do not. Okay, that seems fair. I think that's what we did with the Cactus Brothers, too. Yeah, it is, and it's also, uh, I think a little bit more relevantly, what we did with the Shoot and Doji Brothers. And I think the Shoot and Doji Brothers are a better spot to start than... Than the Cactus Brothers. Okay, so where um, are the Shoot and Doji Brothers on this list? 
So the Shooting Doji Brothers are spot number 54. And uh, just real quickly, I think it's because the Cactus Brothers do have that that face turned at the end where they do kind of turn around and they become kind of good guys. And I'm a big sucker for that. Whereas the Shooting Doji Brothers are definitely brothers. They definitely care about each other, but they are villains the whole way through. Yeah. Now, the Shooting Doji um, Brothers, if you do not remember, they're from Kaku Ranger. And when they got pulled into the episode, they had been like locked away in a monster dungeon because they were too dangerous, even to the other yes. monsters. Um, and I think that might have been the first time that we saw the um, the flowery Kunoichigumi. Did I finally uh, say it right? Yes, I think you finally did. Um, um, so anyway, they so were very good. At- they were in, a, I think, a two-parter. Yeah, they were. So looking at the Shoot and Doji Brothers as a starting point, I'm kind of like rolling down and... Uh, okay, well, getting... be- before we roll down, let's look right above them just to make sure that we don't want to put these Racer Boys uh, above that. Right above that is Karis the Zookeeper, which I think is already higher than yeah, I would Yeah, and then put... Kameitachi the Sickle Weasel. So they're, yeah. they're definitely not going above the Shoot and Doji Brothers. And uh, as I'm looking at it, kind of going... Going down a little bit, um, even like spot number 74 is Copy Empress. Um, and I, I don't think he's even quite up in that territory. As I continue to go down. Now, hold on, got... hold on. I feel like we might be dropping potentially too low because we're after that, we start to hit like uh, Sunakake Baba and Bakeneko from Kaku Ranger. And I think I like these guys better than them. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm just saying I wouldn't go too, too high above Copy Empress. Um, I, I might like them more than Copy Empress. Copy Empress was a great episode because she was able to make copies of all of the Rangers. But that was a great episode because you got uh, Kazu... And his twin brother both play... Like, the guy who played Kazu and that guy's twin brother both playing yeah. good Kazu and evil Kazu. Like, that was really good. Copy Empress herself was fine. Yeah. So, you know, looking at it, I think I would say... I like YY Bingo and YY Gamma. You know what? I like them better than the Ring Priestesses. I was just going to say, because I feel like they should be on the top half of the list. Even if they're not too high under the top yeah. half. And throwing them above the ring priestesses are there. So right above them, we currently have the Pachinko Master and then the Master Mirror. Uh, do we like these these YY boys better or worse? Uh, you know, I like them a lot. I I don't think that I do. But I, I would go above the ring priestess. Okay, so do we want to put them right above the Ring Priestess? I think we do. Well, you know, Dave, that's a pretty nice spot for them. Yeah. Uh, Good job. Yeah, they are number the new number 69. Uh, oh, no, wait, they're the new number 70. Never mind. It's less of a nice spot, but still a good one for them. Uh, new number 70 on the list. Uh, YY Bingo and YY Gonza, the, the YY Racing Bros. And that, Dave... That is going to do it for another episode of License to Car Ranger. Uh, before we finish up here, I'd like to remind you all that you can email the show at supersentaibrothers at gmail.com. If you want to get any updates on future episodes or check out the things that we're talking about on Twitter, we are at Super Sentai Bros. If you like the show, 
and I hope that you do, please remember that shining in the iTunes review section, there are five stars. Please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get the show. Uh, the Super Sentai Brothers are a production of Retrograde Orbit Radio. If you'd like to listen to any of the other great Retrograde Orbit Radio shows, you can do that all at RetrogradeOrbitRadio.com. Once again, we are the Super Sentai Brothers. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And we'll see you next week for the greatest show on Earth. Come and